My name's Denise Ferguson from Fine Surveyors, and tonight I'm here with Moira Doherty. Hi, Moira, how are you? I'm really well, Denise, and I'm thrilled to be here with you. Absolutely thrilled. So um, good to great. finally meet you. So what are you drinking? Yeah. I'm, I'm on the red wine. Uh, I'm on Carver. I only ever, ever drink fizz. It's either champagne or Carver. Nothing else for me. Absolutely nothing else. I'm not a cheap lady to run. To be fair, I am more of a Prosecco girl than I am a champagne girl. So I am relatively uh, cheap to run. Ah, uh, but if you go to the champagne region, and we do a champagne run every year, so maybe, Denise, this is going to be something for your, um, for your diary, but we do a champagne run every year. We go to all the small producers. Oh, my God. You start drinking at breakfast at 8 o'clock in the morning and you do not stop till you get back on the ferry. Oh, that sounds exciting. Can no. I, but I'd have to take my camper van and then just fill it all up with champagne and then come home. Oh, we, we fill every single, uh, you know, even the dogs are it because we bring our dogs. But even the dogs are in their cage like this with bottles in the end. <laughs> that sounds absolutely perfect. So oh, Moira, amazing. what's your business called and what do you do? Okay, my business is called The Wows Collective. Um, and what do I do? I help women over there in midlife who want to change life and become successful businesswomen and I help them. And, and they're women who, and I'm so passionate about this, they are women who haven't been big executives and had big jobs, they're women, just ordinary women like the rest of us who have been mum, who have been wife, who have been sister, who have been daughter, who have been all of these things. And then they get to midlife and suddenly realise through lots and lots and lots and lots of different reasons, they either want to get out of a job they hate, they've lost their job, but they realise they haven't got enough money to last them because the, all our pensions, lots of, lots of women haven't got pensions and they're suddenly looking at getting older and thinking, oh, I'm going to be on the poverty line. And then they start to think I've left it too late and all that, but you haven't. So I speak with those women and show them that they are actually at the prime of their life. And I have the most amazing stories of women who were doing things like making little memory bears, um, which are just, you know, you make a bear out of a t-shirt or something, um, and, and, but they couldn't actually make enough money out of that because they were limited by time. And I showed them how they can create passive income and do courses and suddenly the world opens up. So I, I, I love it. I love seeing women being empowered when they thought that they'd left it all far too late. Um, and they've lost their confidence and bringing them out of themselves and then succeeding. And I've got, oh, I, I get out of bed every day going, what's this day going to bring me? Because I love it. Uh, so I love it. I love that. So what got you into this business? Because I can see that there is a wealth of women that must be in that situation. Obviously, you know, our pensions take a huge hit because we take time off to have kids. Although, you know, that's not something that I've ever done. Sadly, actually, it would have been amazing. But I have had two kids and the longest I've ever had is office three weeks. But that's the joy of running your own business. But is someone who has maybe never been in the business industry or has only ever had the 
standard nine to five job and then but secretly had that passion to, to run their own business. What made you resonate with them in order to want to, to, to mentor them, to coach them into having a successful business? Where did that drive come from? When I was, so I've been an entrepreneur since I was 30. Um, oh, hold on a minute. I, I never, Before you move on then, do you think that you can become an entrepreneur or do you think you're born an entrepreneur? Um, uh, I think you can become an entrepreneur because I've mentored women to become it. Ah, okay. Yeah, Interesting. It's all, it's, it's all about belief. It's all about belief. Uh, and self-belief and I think a lot of women were secretly entrepreneurs but were shoehorned into another way of life so I think I do too that's why I think that's why I think you're born an entrepreneur and yeah, I, and I well, think you're you're pigeonholed into something else until you become free yeah because I think there are certain women that will never ever start a business yes you know in, in a million years can't but, but there are people yeah, can't, don't want to, haven't got the inclination, never going to do it, and, and why would they if they don't feel it? But then I think there's always there's a, a large percentage of women who have always harboured this little, I could be doing this for myself, but they've willingly, the majority of women have willingly been wife, mum, sister, daughter, cook, chauffeur, all of these things. They've willingly done it, and then they get to their midlife, and everything's changing. You know, their hormones change, their... Their children leave, they, they might lose their job. There's a lot of combinations to it, but suddenly they're in a place and they realise they haven't got enough money. They just haven't. And they're looking at poverty into old age. And that's what makes them go, I can do this, this passion of mine. And it's always a passion, this passion, whether it's sewing or knitting or painting or whatever it is, I'm going to do something with it. But then they haven't got any skills. They've got the skill of the, of the passion but they haven't got the business skills. And that's where I step in and show them instead of just running on a hamster wheel, trying to make four teddies a week and earn good money, show them that they can't, they can only earn that much money. But if you use your skill in this way, you can earn that much money. And they go, oh my giddy aunt. So how did it start? Um, I've been an entrepreneur since I was 30. I do think I was born an entrepreneur, just as a little sideline from leaving school when I was 17 to starting my business at 30, I had 27 jobs. So I was basically oh, wow. unemployed. You were definitely yeah, born was, an entrepreneur then. I was unemployable. I was never unemployed, but I was unemployable. And I look back and realize that now. But um, I never was, I was never a big, you know, I had ups and downs, of course, in business, but I was never a massive success in business and I it wasn't till I started this that I realized that was my mindset but all of that was my mindset um so anyway uh when I was we we sold a couple of businesses moved to Spain in our late 40s had enough money to build our home and have a couple of years without having to work but we knew you have to have a lot like millions to retire we didn't have that sort of money. So we knew we would still have to start a business. And when I was in Spain, when I was 51, an opportunity came our way to start a destination wedding planning business, uh, which I took. But for the first time, I felt old, 
all my competitors were in their 30s. I felt wrinkled. I was actually embarrassed to meet my clients. I, it was when social media was starting. I didn't know what the heck that was. It was all, I was suddenly from being a very confident, you know, I was always, always going to be successful eventually, but it was a feeling I've got to make this work now. I'm running out of time. Um, we haven't got pension and I felt really out of source and I did make my wedding planning business successful. I still have it. Uh, I've got a manager running it, but, um, that was when I really questioned everything. And I thought I cannot be the only woman in her fifties feeling like this. I can't, it can't just be me. Um, and that was when that whole thing and I, started to think I, I want to help other women and I did overcome my fears and I did make my wedding planning business a success and then I started to tell people do you know what I'm going to do there's going to be one more thing that I do because I was always an entrepreneur uh, one more thing and I am going to help women in midlife change their life and I'm going to be standing on big stages I was telling everybody doing nothing um, but I told loads of people I'm going to be standing on big stages inspiring older women to change their life I'm going to do that did nothing for 10 years um, and but still saying it honestly and so it was sort of like I, I don't know whether people seem to think that they believed me but um, I just kept talking about it and I believed I was going to do it and then the what changed me to actually take the step was my eldest sister who I was so close to really got ill very very suddenly and I mean suddenly um, she was she went into hospital for a week she was discharged and told to get uh palliative care and she had six months to live and oh, wow. the shock of yeah and she had this awful disease that nobody has ever heard of called idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis which basically means her lungs died and my sister suffocated to death um, oh, God. and it was yeah horrific it was the most horrific summer um anyway she died and and I was left, I'm a bit like you, Denise, I, I'm quite in touch with myself and I, anyway, my sister died, then my two dogs died and oh, it was just an awful time. And I got to, she died in the September of 2018. And by the time I got to spring 2019, I just thought I have got to stop crying because being miserable is miserable. Um, and I just thought, I've just got to stop this crying because I, you know, I just can't keep doing this. Um, and I read something one day, it was uh, on, on, it was actually on Facebook and it was about um, a coach who actually became my coach. And, um, and I just thought that thing, all this energy, all this energy I'm putting into crying, I'm going to change my life. And that thing I've been talking about helping women, I'm going to do that. And that was at the start of 2019. And I said, I'm going to do it. And I walked out the house, went into the office, which is where I'm sitting now, to my husband, Steve. Um, and I obviously had that look on my face. I said, you know that thing that I've been talking about doing, about helping women? That starts today. And he just sort of went, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Terrified. Um, yeah. Yeah, terrified. She's got that look. Um, She's doing it I again. Yes, she's off again. And and I uh, contacted the coach that, that taught me, because I, 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 I'm 63, 
or then I was 61, I haven't got time to spend years on lots and lots of courses. I just invested heavily in myself, went on intense training courses to become the best coach I could possibly be, who from who I believe was the best. And I and I launched Life Begins, what was then Life Begins at 45, um, on the 13th of September 2019. And by the 30 and my goal was to have a thousand members by the 31st of December. And the 31st of December I crossed that line. perfect how did you manage to drag my 40 year old ass into it because (laughs) every morning we spend together you're like women over 45 except Denise (laughs) (laughs) well I'm kind of I, I like positive energy and it's a positive energy thing isn't it so I spent the first I went into clubhouse um, I, and I was slow to come into Clubhouse because I had a, a Samsung. And so it was only my contract came up on my phone. And so I said, can I have an iPhone? And then my iPhone was obviously far more intelligent than me. So I spent about three weeks battling with the iPhone um, and then joined Clubhouse. Then had a good look round Clubhouse and sort of worked out what I wanted to do strategically in there. Um, and there was people that you think, mm, no. And then there's people who think, yeah, you know, and, and, and that's how it works, isn't it? I think people are sort of getting attracted to each other, aren't they? Don't you think? Oh, um, yeah, I love it. I can smell authenticity from a million miles away. Yeah, or, or people that you just think, no, not my people. So, um, so yeah, then, then you were there. And I was just, so then after about, I've been there about three weeks or a month, I started, I wanted a club and a room because that's what we're all about it's about because what happens is when women decide or they just sort of pop so my idle client and I've I say this in my group once you know you know when you do idle client work and you have to work out where they buy their socks and all that I know none of that I don't know where they buy their socks I don't know what magazines they read I don't know any of that stuff and I couldn't work out how to reach my idle client and all of a sudden I was out walking my dog Bobby and I remember the day and all of a sudden I knew who she was and she was, I, I imagined her, she's, she's down a little hole, but she's going, I'm here. I am here, me, not mum, not wife. I'm I, me, I'm here. And once I had that, I knew that I could say, yes, you are here and out you come. Um, and I, when I described that in the group to, to the women, to, to my clients, they all go, yeah, that's me. That was me. That is definitely who, who that is me. So they're there, but they're kind of doing, doing that. And then I go, no, come on, come out. You can do it. Um, Here's a little ladder, climb up. Out you come and you're brilliant and you're fantastic. And so, but they, but it's all about the community and feeling safe. And we, none of us know about tech. So when we've gone into groups with younger women, it's not that we don't like younger women. We love younger women. We love men. But when you're in there and you're just sometimes, sometimes my clients don't even know how to start a Facebook, page, like a, a business page. And, and they feel overwhelmed and then they feel stupid and then they go, no. So it's all about you can say anything and ask anything. And some, some of them don't want their families to know they're even thinking about it for a while. Um, 
so it's a real safe community of warmth and support and and everything they need i love it look honestly denise you know that you know i i'm just like this all the time so we have a great time every morning because it is so helpful and so full of such amazing women that have been on such great journeys and the fact that they even women of my age come in all the time and i think that's what i bring yeah. to the group which i really love that they come in and go yeah. i'm not 45 is it okay if i put my hand up and i'm going yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course you can yeah. because they always Absolutely. start everything by saying i feel so safe in this group because they are they do. They are safe yes. in that group to say everything that is a stupid question. Because as I say to yeah. everybody, there's no such thing as a stupid question. Like the business that I'm in, I deal with property law and it's like, and, and I help salon owners and they always say to me, oh, I'm really sorry, Denise, like I should really understand all of this. And I, and I always say to them, if you gave me a set of scissors, I wouldn't have a fucking clue what, what to do. Why do you think that I think that you should understand this? Because you shouldn't. And that's the joy of having a collective yeah. of women around a table yeah. and somebody coming up and asking a question because one, two, three, four, five of us are going to go, I know the answer to this, or I've got some really good advice, or I've got the perfect person, or I don't yeah. know how to help you, but I have the same problem. And that makes people feel, feel so empowered. Yeah. And it makes them feel they're not alone and it stops them feeling stupid and it stops them feeling all of those things. And then the wows hub, um, the wows is, so I, at first you say, I, I do a lot of lives. I, I love being on the camera. I, I you know, I, that's where I think again, because where we were brought up to talk and all that sort of thing, or not talk, whatever the case may be, but we, we didn't have mobiles and all that sort of thing. So uh, I always used to say, hi ladies, and all that, all that. but I'm talking all the time, I'm saying, we can do this. We are so powerful and we are so powerful together and we can do, we can change our worlds. And Denise, I have so many stories of women that I am in awe of who have gone from, like I say, making teddies to selling courses and, oh, I'm just so proud of all of them. Um, but anyway, this year, I thought, ladies, yeah, we are all ladies, but it's a bit genteel because I'm always like, come on, you can't say, come on, women, because that sounds a bit not right. So I suddenly thought, I'm going to call them wows, which is wonderful older women succeeding. And oh. I, I was doing a live, yeah. So I said one day, I don't want to call you ladies anymore because it's a little bit genteel and we're all about being strong and doing all this sort of thing. But I don't want to say women because it sounds a bit but weird. So I said, so are you okay if I start calling you wows? Oh, they went berserk. Yes, we're all wows. Are we going to have a wows conference? Are we going to have wows merchandising? Are we going to have wows awards? Are we going to have wows retreats? So everybody now in the group calls them each other wows. I don't do that on Clubhouse because I don't want to exclude the people who don't understand who are just coming in you but within the groups they are all wows everybody calls each other wows wow wows you know that's really really brilliant um we've just today connected with refuge charity 
So the Wales merchandising is going to be going towards Refuge Charity. Um, oh, wow, that's amazing. Isn't it? Um, and, oh, we're just, I'm just having a total rebrand. So it's going to be the Wales Collective, not Life Begins at 45 anymore. And everything is going to be, so all my little courses and resources are going to be the Wales Guide to, or, and all that sort of thing. So, yeah. I'm so excited. The future's amazing, isn't it? So if people want to work with you, where can they find you? Um, oh, yeah, that's the one thing I'm really bad at telling people that. <laughs> we all are. <laughs> Going back to, to today in Clubhouse about sales, how do people find you? Oh, yeah, I forget to do that all the time. Um, if you want to work with me, you can contact me at the moment, uh, but you can, you can join Life Begins at 45. You can contact me. Uh, I've got a website which is Moira Doherty Business, Men Business Mentor or Business Coach. I'm not sure. Um, I will send you all the links on how people can contact me. Um, awesome. If, so if anyone wants to work with Moira, you can contact her via me. So you can find Denise Ferguson yeah. on Facebook, Instagram, Clubhouse, and you know, all of oh, my yeah. links. I'm so on, I'm on, give I'm me on a Facebook, shout. Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, and I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and Clubhouse too. Um, and if anybody is over 45 and thinking they just want a bit of support on the business side of stuff, you know, that they're just feeling that they're on a treadmill or that they're not getting where they want to be and they can't see themselves keep having to do what they're doing for the next 10 years, then there is always a solution. And I'm, you know, we are there to, to help you through that transition. Yeah, that's amazing. So where do you see the business going? What's the future plan? Future plan is this is going to go global. Love that. World domination. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just see that the Wales Hub is my membership and that's where women really flourish. Um, I want this to go, I want this to be available to every single woman who is in midlife and feeling... I am here, I am here, I can create a better future for me, I can create uh, generational wealth, I can do it, I just need a bit of help to do it. And there are millions of women out there like that, and I want to reach every single one of them. Um, I'm literally sitting here thinking, plans. my mum would love to be part of that crew, I'm going to link her up. Yeah. Yeah, because she's one of those sews things, makes things, does things, loves it. And she's going to retire in the next couple of years. And yeah, they've got enough money to get by. But I mean, how amazing would it be for her to continue to do what she loves, but make money out of it? And make lots of money out of it. There's so many ways of making money out of it. There really are. Um, and it's a lovely community. It really is. a love. It, it honestly is a lovely community. Um, and I just love it. And I wake up every day thinking, how am I going to, you know, what's the next adventure that we're going to do? But it, yeah, we, uh, this is, I, I know this is, we're going to have next year, we will have our first Wales conference and awards. And oh, I can I come? Can I come and celebrate with you guys? Of course. Eee. Yes. Definitely come. I've actually even, I've actually even visualised you there. Have you? Oh, I'd love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just, it's just, 
the excitement and I don't know, it's, uh, I've never known anything like it in my life because it's women who felt they were alone and that it, they'd left it too late. And they feel, it, it's not that we don't love younger women, it's that you can feel quite intimidated by all the prettiness and you look at yourself and you're a bit bit wrinkled, I'm more than a bit wrinkled, but, but it can <laughs> make you feel a bit in, in, but, but it can make you feel a bit intimidated. And then when you're around other women the same, you're like, no, we're great, actually. And you can see them putting their shoulders back and, oh, I just love what I do. Oh, I love what you do too. So we're coming to the end of the podcast, Moira, and I end all the podcasts with an eight-mile moment. So I love Eminem, and I don't give a shit what anyone thinks about me. And he does all of his rap battles by saying the worst things about him. So he's skinny, is white, his mum lives in a trailer. Moira, what are the worst things about you? What are the worst things about me? Oh, my God, I don't know. Um... God, I don't know. Oh, I drink a lot of wine. Uh, that I was probably well-timed with me finishing my glass. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can swear like a trooper. Me too. I can be impulsive. Do you have any actual Irish in you or is it just the name? Oh, no. I'm seriously Irish. Why are you oh, me too. Sure? Yeah. Yeah, I come from Mayo. My family all Me come too. from Mayo. No way! Yeah. We're from Charlestown. Oh, we're from Dahoma. Oh, yeah, we're Charlestown. We're in Mayo in Charlestown. So, yeah, uh, what else? I, yeah, I, I mean, I've mellowed. I used to have a short temper, but I don't anymore. Um, uh, I have to go to bed early, but I'm up at five. Oh. But normally, I, like, I'd be in bed now, normally. <laughs> Only for you, Denise. Only Yay. for you. <laughs> um, I don't know. What what are my bad things? Um I said drink too much wine. Uh, and I'm short tempered and I swear a lot. Yeah, that's all good. They're they're all good Irish girl traits. I can accept them yeah. all. Well, yeah, thank you so absolutely. much for being on the podcast, Moira. Thank you for having me. And, and the, the, the fact that you've got some serious names coming along. I feel like I'm, I was almost royalty coming on here today. Oh, no. <laughs> I love everyone that comes on the podcast. The stories that I get and the chats that I get are just amazing. And the fact that we do it the way we do it by just literally having a drink together and chatting just means that I get so much more out of people than when you're trying to do some sort of formal interview. So I love it. <laughs> 